Okay, Howley, what do you think? You can come for this island? Eat our pineapple. Help me! Ow, not so hard. Take it easy. Trying to bang out women. Oh. Making my sister clean your hotel room. Hello, once again, we are back on this beautiful Monday night, November 25th. We got a extended extended crew here today. Um, I am the only original host here today, but we got special guest uh, Jeremy Blanding. What's up? Happy to be here. Francesco always. Marapakis. What's going on, guys? And the girls, Alex Vera, Jesse Satterfield, and Sophia Geraci? <laughs> I think I'm pronouncing <laughs> that correctly. Um but yeah, uh, so big big crew here today. A lot of lot of news since we haven't been, we haven't been, we haven't had a recorded episode in a month. Uh, so that's been a lot of time. We're not going to give a full recap because uh, there are have been issues. Um, one of them being uh, Jorge being too lazy to actually post an episode, which was a little annoying. So thanks, Jorge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, okay, we're back. It's all up though. <laughs> we're back. Uh, and the first thing we want to get into is Premier League soccer. Speaking of big news, long time we haven't. It's been a, it's been a like very that. long time. Um, the last time we talked about Premier League soccer was before the Champions League final this past um, before summer, um, and because Tottenham lost, I really didn't want to talk about them. And then Tottenham kept on playing really awfully. So, uh, but now the manager that took us to a Champions League final has gotten fired. Uh, what do, what do you make of this, Francesco? Um, he shouldn't have been fired yet. Definitely lost the team. Um, but do you like Mourinho as a replacement? Honestly, I think I love it personally. I, I, I do too. Like I know I've said a lot of bad things about Mourinho in the past. I I've been very vocal. You are very vocal. I'm very about your dislike towards him. <laughs> yes, but I think in in this case scenario, I think he's the perfect man for the job, which is, um. Probably surprising, I guess. But look, Tottenham have lost any um, motivation to go out there and play. Everybody's kind of been like drooping their heads since the Champions League final lost. And it's been, I mean, it's just been uninspiring. Uh, a lot of uninspiring play. We haven't won a home game or we haven't won an away game since January, which has been absolutely abysmal. We were closer to the relegation zone than we were to top four football. And Nobody expected us to be there when the season began. I mean, I we even made some moves in the in the off season in the summer, uh, bringing in Ndombele, bringing in Lo Celso, bringing in Sessegnon. I mean, those are those are quality players to strengthen our midfield, which was supposed to happen, and um, just uh, very very poor play. It did look like Mourinho lost. I mean, sorry, not Mourinho. It did look like that Pochettino lost the locker room. A lot of these guys have been there a long time. They felt like they weren't winning anything. I think what Mourinho, Mourinho alone, I'd like to add, has more silverware by himself than Tottenham has in their entire 130-year history. That speaks volumes of not only how um, poor Tottenham's history has been, but also how great uh, Mourinho's history has been. I mean, wherever he goes, he wins. Even in his not, people say not successful Manchester United career uh he won an fa cup there and he brought uh not that talented manchester united team to second place look that's that's improvement you know everywhere he he has gone he's won and there's a lot of talent on this team more talent than i think pochettino was getting out of us this season 
Um, I think because of his, because of how he built this club up, that yes, he probably should have been able to ride out the entire season. But if we wanted to make, I don't think we would make top four this season if we didn't hire Jose Mourinho. Do you think Posh coaches Prem again? Do you think Do you think he coaches in the Premier League again? I don't. Uh, eventually, probably, but I don't think his next job is going to be in the Premier League. Don't say Arsenal. <laughs> don't say Arsenal. I don't think he's spiteful like that. Like he he coached Espanol, so he said he would never coach for Barcelona. Um, do you Real think? Madrid? I think he I could think go he to. He would Reno. absolutely take a job to Real Madrid. He would absolutely like take right a job. Now. Yes, but Bayern. I think he should take the Bayern job. I think. Did the, they hire anyone? No, they have an interim right now. Um, but yeah, they got rid of Nico Kovac. Uh, I think that's the another, that's another big one. Yeah, that's that's out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's like they don't lose so many games. I know, but I think it's because of their their European aspirations, yeah. which I think they're squeaking by Olympiacos. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I think that I think Pochettino would fit well with the um, Bayern squad. I think that would be a a good new project for him, and he could really like show that he can do stuff at other big clubs. I don't think Real Madrid would be the right fit for him because Real Madrid is trying to rebuild. And you saw what happened last time they got rid of Zidane. It was a giant mess. Like, these players respect Zidane. And although yeah, but when they lost Zidane the first time, they, they had, like, a coach that was just, Lopetegui. like, sacked from the national team. Like, he didn't have the team at all. Under any control. No, he well, he got sacked from the national team because he accepted yeah, because the job he at Real Madrid. Yeah, because he accepted the job at Real Madrid and it got out. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then he sucked at Real Madrid. He but did like, suck at Real Madrid. I think Pochettino would be much better at Real Madrid. But then they also got the who was that other guy that they hired? I don't know. Um, There's been so many. No, no, no. Like the one, the one, the one right after um, Lopetegui that they fired. I I can't remember his name. But anyway, um, look, do I think he should take the Real Madrid if offered? Hell yeah, I'd take it if I were him. But I think if he's smart, the Bayern Munich position fits him better. And I think he'll have a the a more prosperous time at Bayern Munich. And there will be less pressure on him, too, because Bayern Munich is a team that's going to win that league every single year. But yeah. Um, and as far as Mourinho, I want to get your opinion on Mourinho now. Mourinho for Tottenham. Ooh, uh, he's going to... Turn their season around, obviously. Mm. Um, that's that's one person that can definitely light a yeah. spark under their butt. But whether next season he brings them, like I think he will. I think next season they'll be top four, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But um, will we win a trophy? I don't think so. I don't think anyone besides Liverpool or Man City are winning a trophy for the next three four years. But I think the interesting thing to bring up is that. It seems as though Daniel Levy's ways are, are kind of changing. You know, over $100 million spent in the transfer window this past season. The hiring of Jose Mourinho, who is the second-highest paid manager in all of Europe right now, it seems like he's willing to dig a little deeper into those wallets. Gareth Bale? Potentially. Gareth Bale, I'd love to see that. Um, but, yeah, no, I think, I think Jose Mourinho is going to be a, a, a really good potential. I think... These players are old enough. It's not young guys anymore. They're old enough to the point where they, they want to win a trophy. They, they have that hunger in them. Otherwise, they're going to go to other places. So I think it was time for Jose Mourinho to step in for Tottenham. Um, 
My next question is, who is the next manager to get the sack? Um, I think it's going to be Unai. You think it's going to be Unai yeah. Emery? I don't think it's going to be Ole. Really? Yeah. What makes I, you think that? I don't know. It's just because one's worse and that's just as bad as the other. They're I mean, awful. I mean, I think I think Plus, Manchester United. United is like, they have a chance with Champions League now. Like, to win the oh, Champions they're League? Not, they're not in Champions League this year either. No, they're not. Oh, my God. I'm thinking of last year's Champions League. <laughs> Maybe Ole, dude. Yeah. No, that's I, that was my guess, honestly. Just because the game yesterday, I think. Yeah. Really. I, they, they yeah, Sheffield United? Or yeah. Who is that? <laughs> Sheffield United is close. I think they have a. I think they have more points than Manchester United, they're, do they not? They're in, like, fifth place. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They have more points than Tottenham, Arsenal, and Menu. Uh, yeah. Actually, Arsenal might be fifth. Arsenal might be fifth. Uh, yeah, no, that's I'm still like pff, that's ridiculous. Um anyway, let's uh real quick, let's do a rundown of the end of season Premier League predictions, top six. Who you got? Top six? Mm-hmm. Liverpool, Man City. In this order? In this order. Okay. Chelsea, Leicester. United. Tottenham sixth under Mourinho. Maybe Arsenal. I don't know. One of the, you one don't of think Tottenham's going to make top six? I don't know. I don't. There's a lot of damage done. They, they probably will. Because it's still, what? How many? Like, there's still like another like 20 games. Yeah, it's only November. That And that's my exact reason. Um, Tottenham is a, is far away from the, fi- the top four <laughs> as Manchester City is from Liverpool. So I think they have yeah. as good a shot to make the top four as anyone. And I think Mourinho is going to change that. So mine is Liverpool, Manchester City, uh, Leicester, Tottenham, Chelsea, uh, and Arsenal. In that order? Yes. You think? I think Chelsea doesn't make top six. I think I think they've been playing really well under you Frank think, Lampard. I think they're making Champions League next year. And they're getting the ban uplifted in January and they're gonna make big they're gonna make big Doesn't moves. their ban run out in January anyway? It it I think it goes through January. Oh, okay. Because it was this summer and then January. Yeah, I, I. It's gonna finally get if, overturned. If it gets overturned, then maybe they make top four. If not, then I. Just with the amount of talent or the the lack thereof, I know they have a lot of young players, but I don't know how long Tammy, Tammy Abraham's gonna keep up this spectacular run. I know Christian Pulisic has been playing really well, but these guys are really young, and I don't know if they're gonna be able to keep this form up for an entire Premier League season, and that's what worries me. They are playing really well right now, and I will absolutely give them that. But anyway, let's move on to the NFL. Nice. <laughs> Jeremy's stoked to get back into this oh, conversation. Yeah, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Yeah. All right, all right. So I'll give this next question to you, Jay. Uh, it's my team. Uh, we're coming off a bye for the Chargers, and before that, an absolutely awful performance. He at, like cost us the game. Should Phillip Rivers be benched for Tyrod Taylor? Um. So he could be, but honestly, do you think that's going to make a difference at this point? Like, what is that team trying to accomplish at this point? What What are the? Uh, I think the Chargers. For me personally, I believe that the Chargers are not going to make the playoffs. I believe I, that too. I don't think we should try to. I also um, agree on that point. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't think we should tr- go out of our win to tr- or go out of our way to try to get wins is my personal opinion. And I think Tyrod Taylor isn't the quarterback of the future anyway. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Some good but free agents this um, he could be off a, season. 
I don't think we should go the route. Potential, potential draft picks. That's what I'm saying. I think if we're looking at – if the Chargers are looking for the future, they should let Phillip Rivers play, have his spectacular career, you know, crumble? end in – huh? Crumble? No, not crumble, oh, okay. but just – That's kind of what's happening to Eli Manning. Yeah. Look, look, he can go out. He'll never have to be benched like Eli Manning had to be. Um, his contract is up after this season. Let he, him walk. Yeah, let him walk. Let him retire. If he wants to go somewhere else, do it. If he wants to, um, if he wants to retire with the Chargers, by all means. But he's not going to be our quarterback after this year. We'll probably lose out um, with the way he's been playing. And then after that, we yeah, four and twelve. We'll have a high draft pick. We could trade up. I want us to get Tua Tagovailoa. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. Um, I know he's coming off an injury, but I've been saying this for months now that if the the Chargers are in a position where they can trade up to get a quarterback. They have the talent around um, the quarterback position to make an extended playoff run. We're just missing that next young piece. What do you think about Melvin Gordon? I think we should resign him. You don't think you should just go with Eckler? No, I don't think Eckler's a three-down back. That's why. I think okay. Eckler's really good on third downs, uh, but I don't think he's the guy for every single play. And it kind of showed uh, with the time that Eckler – was the main running back the Chargers were one and two. Our running game wasn't going. Now that Melvin Gordon's back, we're seeing him have 100-yard rushing games. He's, you know, he's back to performing like himself. Look, he's not going to get the $13 million or whatever a year that he wanted. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. But um, but he could get $8 million. He could like He's not going to get what he wanted to. His value has dropped. He's not going to get that from anyone. He should just take a deal with the Chargers because this is a good team. Um, I'd pay him... Eight to ten million dollars a year, and I think that'd be fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's 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 personally what I think of Melvin Gordon. Uh, what what do you think the Chargers should do with? Um, that? I think the committee they have right now is working. Melvin Gordon, like you said, is more of the rusher, and then they have Eckler as the passing back. Exactly, because Eckler gets like. 50 yards rushing and, like, 60 yards receiving every mm-hmm. game. So I think that's, like, a valuable asset to have. Mm-hmm. And then you have Melvin Gordon for, like, the first downs and second downs. Um, after what he did in the offseason, I'm just personally not a big fan of Melvin Gordon. Like, I agree everyone should, like, get their money or, like, get get what they feel is owed to them. But I feel he just went about it the wrong way. Uh, yeah, I think um, – I don't think that was his fault, though. I think he had a really bad agent, and he had some bad people representing him. And they they're, like – they kind of hyped him up to be something that he wasn't and maybe overvalued his position mm-hmm. on the team a little too much. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that dropped his stock a lot. But as far as that goes, um, I don't blame him for that. And if he's willing to take a pay cut to stay on the team, I'll absolutely have him. Or if he's you know willing to like lower his wages. Uh, my next question for you guys involves the Cowboys in the NFC East because they've been playing not so great lately. A really tough loss against the Patriots this past game. Is this Jason Garrett's last season as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? If they don't make the playoffs or just? Period. I mean, the Eagles aren't playing much better. They Eagles do have a really easy schedule to finish the season, though. That That's the thing. They could overpack, overtake them. They're only one game behind. It should be his last season, but it won't be. I feel like that team's not good, but they're going to win the division, and that's been like his way out every single mm-hmm. year for the past like how many years? Because that division hasn't been good as a whole for the past. Like obviously the Eagles won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but overall that division hasn't been good. So 
they've been bad for many years, but they keep on winning the division with nine wins, eight wins, ten wins. You see, there's a lot of talk, though, that Lincoln Riley out of Oklahoma would be interested in potentially coming to the NFL only for the Dallas Cowboy position at head coach. If you're Jerry Jones, are you taking Lincoln Riley? Seeing what he's been able to do with quarterbacks, do you think he could apply that to Dak and then um, really progress this team to a next level? I would if I was Jerry Jones, but I feel like he's a big Jason Garrett guy. He is. He's shown to be. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely. Um, Dak is, I believe, can be an MVP candidate. You think that Dak Prescott can be an MVP candidate? I do. I do. I think he has the talent for it. I think he just has to be put in the right system. I think he's, like, right now is in a system where he doesn't really have the best chance to succeed. And we saw glimpses of of it this year. I know it was against, like, bad teams, but the 400-yard game against the Giants, four TDs. Mm. Um, He had a pretty good game against the Jets, I believe it was. Mm. Um, Always good games against the Redskins. Mm. So I think if he can just be put in a better system, maybe get, like, a few more – receivers i like cooper at the one as like the one guy but um not sure about michael gallup nah not yet um i think another interesting head coaching prospect for uh potentially for the cowboys would be uh mike mccarthy i think that's somebody who could also get a lot personally i think that jason garrett's grown stagnant in in the cowboys i mean he's been the coach for about 10 years there i want to say maybe yeah almost 10 years um he took over for wade phillips i want to say in 2010 uh, but yeah, no, it, it, at some point, like when you're not making, if you're not improving, you're really regressing. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this Cowboys team isn't improving anymore. Francesco, you want anything you want to say? Uh, but yeah, uh, next topic, uh, this has been a real change of pace. The Cleveland Browns have won their last three games. Baker Mayfield has thrown seven touchdowns to one interception in that span, really turned his season around. Uh, and the Browns have a really easy schedule going forward. It looks like the Browns could be a dark horse uh, team to make the playoffs this year. I know I've been calling out uh, Freddie Kitchens to get fired the entire season. <laughs> what, what do you make of this, guys? <laughs> um, They'll definitely have to win out. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They got to go 10-6. and six. Do they play Lamar again this year? They do. They play the Steelers, the Bengals twice. I want to say, and yes, yes. and mm-hmm. the Ravens. They're not. Well, they're not beating Lamar. That <laughs> was just all ground. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they did once though. They beat them forty-five to something, forty-five thirty something. Yeah, the first game, Baker Mayfield beat Lamar Jackson. So, we, we know that it's possible. If you're the Browns, don't like look ahead to that. Just you have to take it one just game. Focus. Exactly. you got to take yeah. it one game. Um, Odell's been getting the ball a lot more. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's been finding Odell deep a lot more. Well, Baker Mayfield just looks last, like a new like quarterback is what I'm yeah. saying. Like, seven touchdowns, one interception, 68% completion percentage. He looks like a new guy. Thank God, because that, that's that been absolutely ridiculous this season. Because bad Ma- Baker Mayfield made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, like I said, I always wanted to give him time, but I'm glad that he's – playing better i'm still not sure if freddie kitchens is the right guy for the job but he's definitely someone that baker likes and um if they continue to win maybe he deserves another season we'll see the culture there just has to change overall like i don't care how much talent you had like that you can still see glimpses of them being the browns like I, I most mean, penalties in the nfl this season well that's that's how i think the culture has changed i don't think they've always been a, a very undisciplined team they've become that because they've added all these characters on their team um and people that are um, really me guys, 
And so there is a lot of talent there, but I don't think Freddie Kitchens was a guy to be able to handle that. You see, Mike Tomlin has been a guy that's been able to handle that okay. to an extent. Has he, though? He hasn't been that successful like the past few years either. Well, I mean, that's because Le'Veon and Antonio are fed up. Like, Also, we got to see how... How like Antonio what what kind of personalities we were actually dealing with when Antonio Brown went to the to the Raiders? Yeah. Like I don't think anybody expected him to be that much of a psychopath. <laughs> but now people are saying that he's going to go back to the <clears throat> Patriots. So, oh boy. Anyway, no, I'm hearing that. Do you think he's going to go back to the Patriots? I think that's. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I feel like that's it's, it's stronger than if you ask me. <laughs> if it's not going to happen, yeah. yeah. For a team that's like definitely like sixty forty in favor of the Patriots signing him again or like playing him again. Plus, plus the the what's it called? The Patriots um, haven't looked great. Yeah, they've been playing pretty poorly on offense. And what what did Costa say? Uh, Tom Brady looks like what? I don't remember. You know, I told you it was bad. It was like donkey doo doo, <laughs> something like that. But they haven't given up on Josh, Josh Gordon yet. They but cut Josh Gordon. He's on the Seahawks now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was like two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if they didn't give up on him for as long as they did, I feel like they'll bring back Antonio Brown. Because he was on that team for like a year and a half, right? No, Antonio Brown was on the team. No, Josh Gordon. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, on to uh, the final the final uh, debate topic. The NBA. Uh, the first thing we're going to get into that I want to get into is Luka Doncic has been on an absolute tear. I mean... Look, I know I'm the guy that says, hey, Luka Doncic, I've been a fan of this guy since I was 16 years old, and he was 16 years old. This guy's a month younger than me. I, I knew he was going to be good in the NBA, but I didn't expect this. It, have we seen a better second year out of anybody in the NBA ever? The closest is LeBron. I think he's playing better than LeBron did in his second year. He might be. He's he's the last, Um, I want to say the last, uh, four games he's played, he's averaging, or no, no, the last 10 games he's played, he's averaging 37 points in 31 minutes with 11 and a half assists and eight and a half rebounds. Bro, wait, he's averaging 29 this year. He's ha- yeah, yeah, he's yes. going off. He's had, he's had six triple double, he's had six triple doubles. Uh, three of them have been 30 point triple doubles at least. He's averaging 29.9, 10. 10.6, 9.4. Oh my god. Those are Westbrook numbers. Yeah, he's he's an MVP candidate this year. That's that's what everybody's been saying. I know it's too early to talk about the MVP candidates, but he's definitely up there. I know Giannis is having a great season. People are talking about James Harden potentially dropping 40 a night, which he's getting close to. I, I, w- I wouldn't count James Harden in that same conversation because his shooting percentage has been absolute booty. But um, I think the conversation is there between Giannis, James Harden, Luka Doncic, and... Or sorry, did I say James Harden? Yeah, Harden, Luca. No, the, I, I don't want I don't want um I don't want Harden in that conversation. I think it's between Giannis, Luca, and LeBron. I think LeBron's having a great season, and Would with James the, Harden be your number four. James Harden would probably be my number four, but he's he's like far four. I think these guys are one A B C, and then there's four, which is like a mile down the road. Look, I get forty points a night is crazy, but the pace at which the Rockets have been playing is like unparalleled to anything we've seen in the NBA. And if you're shooting. 40% from the field, I'm not going to give you MVP. No matter how many points a night you're putting up. What do you guys think about Luka Doncic? Um, real fast, back to the whole LeBron comparison we did. But mm-hmm. do you think he makes um, his teammates better like LeBron did in his second year? I think, yeah, actually, yeah, I'd say so. Because 
who, how many, I got a question for both of you. How many players on the Dallas Mavericks can you name outside of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis? Can you name five other players on that team? Five? Five, definitely not. No. no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this team, uh, Is Tyson Chandler still playing? No, no. He's not on that team. Um, oh, wait. I looked up the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Mavericks record. I Last I checked, I think they're 11 wins. Uh, they just beat the Rockets. Uh, and Luka mm-hmm. scored 40-something. Mavericks. They're 11 and 5. The Rockets are 11 and 6. I think this is this is a serious team. I I know we talked earlier about them making the playoffs, uh which seems more and more likely, but I think if if the Mavericks are a top 3 seed in the West, Luka Doncic wins MVP. Oh, definitely. I mean, even if LeBron's if it, won, I think in your second year, mm-hmm. that's that's unheard of. If he keeps playing like this, and too. I don't think the league likes giving LeBron MVP anymore. They certainly do. Yeah, I think because they just know what he's going to be every single year. Mm-hmm. But I think I think if he if he plays like he does this year, and the Lakers get the one seed, like he definitely deserves something. Because the Lakers are fourteen and two right now; they've been balling. Yeah. The Mavericks are the four seed right now. The Lakers are also so good. Yeah, but I mean. How much better were they than last year, you know? Like, they added Anthony Davis, but, like, who else? Let's not act like that's a small ad. Danny Green. That's what they needed last year, Danny Green. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, still. They got that that bust Lonzo ball off the team. I think the (laughs) – no, I think the most underrated point of the Lakers' offseason acquisitions was Frank Vogel. I think Luke Walton was a terrible, terrible coach. And we're kind of seeing that with – I mean, the Kings are 7-8 and right now. But I think Dave Yeager, you know, was a better coach for that team. Uh, I don't think Luke Walton's a great coach. I, I've been high on him in the past, but I'm just not there anymore. Um, I think Frank Vogel's a really good coach, though, and I think that was a really good hire for the Lakers, which a lot of people saw as problematic because they thought he'd have problems with LeBron. You're not going to have problems when you're winning. <laughs> yeah. I think you about LeBron. Even with um, Eric Spolcher, like – Mm-hmm. That relationship te- seemed to get better when the Heat kind of started winning championships. Exactly. You're not going to have problems with your coach when you start winning. So that that was good. Also, just to rub it in their face, the Warriors have the worst record in the Western Conference at 3-14. and 14. Do they have the worst record in the entire NBA? Yes, they do. That so here's one for the Warriors. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yes. Warriors suck. It feels good. It feels good to be an NBA fan. We're back. It would be better if Curry was playing, though, and Clay. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, D'Lo's playing. Yeah, but he wasn't on the team. He wasn't on the Dynasty team. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for him. He balled out last year. He's still balling out. out. He'll be fine. Next Devin Booker. Okay. um, One thing I want to get to really quick. uh, Can we talk a second about how Brandon Ingram's been performing? I know we're only a couple weeks into the NBA season, but Brandon Ingram's averaging 26 points. Um, I don't know how many rebounds. But look what happens when you get away from Luke Walton. Change the scene or two. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he couldn't handle L.A. I mean, well, this is what happens. You, you leave Luke Walton. Luke Walton's been the coach for L.A. for a, a, a few years now. D'Angelo Russell left, started playing amazing. Brandon Ingram left, started playing amazing. I'm waiting to see what Lonzo Ball can do because I think that'll be really special. I think, you know, Brandon Ingram's been playing really well. As long as those blood clots don't come back. Now, that's a big thing for him. That's a big scare, and I hope, like, you know, I send my best wishes to him. I hope he's doing well. Uh, but, yeah, no, the I think Brandon Ingram's been an excellent acquisition, and I think the I, – I really like the, the Pelicans' future. It's going 
It's looking no, bright. yeah, nice young core, mm-hmm. yeah, and they still good haven't good look, promise. They're they're six and eleven right now. They're eleventh seed in in the West, and they still don't have Zion. Zion's gonna win them games, and I, I think that's a that's a, a really big thing that's gonna happen. But yeah, um, other than that, I want to get into an actual MVP discussion about this. Um, uh, <laughs> so. Who do you guys think is going to win the MVP this year? And I'm talking predictions. I'm not saying who's the MVP right now. I'm saying at the end of the season, all 82 games are done. Who's winning MVP? Giannis. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like that playoff loss last year turned him into, like, a different animal. Like, you can see he's improved his game. He's improved his three-point shot. Yeah, he's definitely, yeah. yeah. That's... and if he starts hitting that, like, let me just say, if he starts hitting that, like, consistently, it's it's over for the rest of the year. I mean, NBA. that's that's been the whole entire discussion for his entire career. We're saying, I, we've been yeah, saying this for, actually, like, three years. But we're actually starting to see him improve it now. Yeah. But we said that about LeBron, too, you know? So LeBron never really, like... LeBron shot 40% from three last year. Dude, LeBron's a sniper, like... He's in he's a corner. good three in point co- shooter. Uh, he's a, he's good in the corner. Not even dude. That pull up on the wing. Oh my god. He's he, I I think the big thing about LeBron too is that he takes quality shots from from the three. You know he's not taking like really contested ones. But for Luka Doncic, it doesn't matter if they're contested because he's knocking them down anyway. Even with the hand, it's going down. Luka Doncic. So I'm guessing that's your prediction. Um. <laughs> No, actually, no, my actually, I'm gonna go with yeah, my my prediction is LeBron. That's exactly. It. <laughs> I think LeBron's gonna win MVP this year, um, just realistically, because Luca's young. Like he's only played an 82 game season once. Um, they have a really young team around them. I don't know if he can keep this up for 82 games. I think he's gonna have an excellent season. I think the Mavericks are gonna be really good. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. I'm excited to see how he performs in the playoffs. People keep on comparing his game to James Harden. Um, and but James Harden has been historically bad in the playoffs, so I, I really want to see. I hope that Luca plays well as well in the regular season as he, if he does in the playoffs, uh, if that makes sense. I, I just I want to see him perform well on that level. So that would be that would be really exciting for me. Um, but yeah, I don't see anyone besides LeBron James winning the MVP this year. I think I think LeBron's on a mission. I he's been. What about if he uh, has some load management? I, LeBron's not gonna do load management. What if he gets hurt? What if he, get if, hurt if he gets hurt, yeah, that that's then he gets hurt. Then yeah, Giannis is gonna win. You don't but, think LeBron's gonna do load management? I can see it. Not this year. Not after. Year. Not after. Not to the extent that Kawhi is. Maybe he'll sit out like. Maybe he'll play seventy-two games instead of. Yeah, but I don't think eight. Kawhi needs to, or Kawhi needs to play as many games as LeBron. Well, Kawhi's not going for MVP. If we're being Kawhi's honest, going for the Finals MVP, baby. I think um, LeBron did his own version of load management last year during his injury. <laughs> I think he was like, "All right, this team's not going anywhere. Let me just like sit out." Get yeah, health, and then he got the rest. Well, he and he got more rest in the offseason. First time making not making the playoffs since like what 2003 or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of time. I think he's a man on a mission right now. The Lakers are going to get the number one seed in in the West and. It's going to be LeBron MVP. That's my prediction. What about you, Francesco? Um, I was going to say either LeBron or Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I just need to see if LeBron plays games. Yeah. That's my big question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. You were hoping for Kawhi. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, want, I want Kawhi to be in the MVP discussion, but I the way that – loan management goes and how he's going to sit out games. I don't think he cares about that stuff. At the end of the day, Kawhi's about winning chips. 
and he's gonna win chips. I Which still they think. Will, yeah, they're I, still in my. Yeah, sorry, I think Clippers are winning the ch- championship this year. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was gonna say too. Um, and our last discussion for the day, guys. This is a big one though. Load management. Now, there's been a lot of talk in the NBA about how uh, how to handle load management because it seems to be a problem among the commissioner, among NBA executives. They are really not liking it. And they've proposed this new idea of an in-season tournament, a play-in, a reseeding of the, of the basketball. I, I think this is all nonsense. I propose to you a guy, or to you guys, uh, a new way of going about it. A 58-game season. Everybody plays every single team twice. And then you get rid of conferences. It's the top six teams. The top 16 records win. That seems fair. That seems even. You're cutting the the amount of games down to 58, which is not, like, drastically low, I think, but you're going to have a a higher quality of product at the end of the day. 14 less games than now, right? We have 82, so that's 24. 24. Yeah, 24 less games. Um, But... 25% less games. Yeah, and then, like, if people are sitting out those games, then fine them. But if you bring it down to 58, I think that's, that's a compromise. I think... People are going to be, I think it's going to give you a better uh, playoffs at the end of the day. I think people are going to be healthier. They're going to take better care of themselves. And you keep it over the same period of time. You're, you're not going to be doing crazy back-to-backs like this. You have the same length of season for the NBA. You're just cutting down the games. So you can fix the travel times. You don't have to do back-to-backs anymore. Uh, fans are going to want to come to the to the NBA games because they will see their players come in and play every single game so it'll it, it it has the possibility of increasing ticket revenue you know you'll have a, a packed stadium every single time because there's a lot of places that aren't the new york knicks that are going to have sell out the madison madison square garden whether they win 20 games or 50 games you know there's places like atlanta new orleans yeah or when the clippers were bad you know nobody wants to go see the bad clippers especially in la and there's so much other stuff to do you know so this is for the players, but also for the fans. I, the one thing I could say is it's not for the executives because they're not going to be getting money for 82 games. But this is a quality over quantity discussion. And at the end of the day, you're putting out a better product. I rest my case there. I yield my time to the speaker. I agree. I think more th- now more than ever since like the playoffs the past few years have been so good, Like people care less and less about the regular season. The regular season is means It means nothing. And it, I think even with this I only pay attention to it for the awards. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think even this year, like even though like the um, the teams got a little more even again this year, finally, I think we can still kind of tell who is going to win. And yeah. like, maybe not exactly, but we can kind of tell who the who top the four contenders teams. are. Yeah, we yeah. can kind of tell the top four teams. Yeah. So it's like, all right, now we have to like sleep through this whole regular season just to get to the point that mm-hmm. we already knew in the beginning of the season. But but the point I want to make is, right now, we do have an 82-game season, and if that's not changing, I'm perfectly fine with load management. I'm perfectly fine with it, too. Because at what I care most about is the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And what I don't want to see is people like Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron. and Clay Thompson, LeBron James getting injured in the finals, and then it just not being as competitive of a series as it could have been. Look, I'm, not, I'm very happy that the Toronto Raptors won, but... No, it's not, it's not that, but... But, like, I don't want... Like, yeah, but, you know, okay. You know, but the Kevin Durant game, you know, like, if he wasn't putting so much strain on himself for an 82-game season, 
it's possible he wouldn't have got that injury towards the end of the season and then re-injured it in the finals, you know? It's about, like, taking care of yourself and not putting your body through such a, a rigorous program or a rigorous season, not as rigorous of a season as what we have right now. Yeah, no, I agree. If um, LeBron James wants to sit out against the Knicks and Kevin Knox and Frank Nilakina, he should definitely be able to do it. Yeah, you know, because they might win that game anyway. No, they definitely will win that game. Yeah. But, yeah, that's – I mean, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day for me. Uh, But, Francesco, I know you are anti-load management, so I want to hear your – your um, uh, view on this so the players are played are paid to play the whole season as it is right um i don't think it's fair to fans who let's say let's say the lakers go to uh, utah yeah i was gonna say utah mm-hmm. and, you know well, sacramento exactly. you ever been to sacramento no i've been to sacramento uh, i got family in sacramento um that's the only reason you went right? <laughs> yeah there's nothing in Sacramento, guys. If you ever go there, their uh, airport doesn't have Wi-Fi, I'd like to add, uh, or a Starbucks, or, like, anything. It's, like, barren. That That's not a fun place to go. Sorry to our fans in Sacramento, but, um, I mean. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, fans in uh, Sacramento, but LeBron's going to stay home this, on this one. Exactly. Because you're not worth it. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's... But I, I'm not agreeing. It's... Not worth it but you for said, LeBron, but... You said um, players are paid to play the whole season, so if the coach wants them to sit out, like a, um, a few years ago with Greg Popovich... Greg Popovich is the one who kind of started yeah. load management. So if he f- if he's the coach and he feels like it's the best thing for the team, shouldn't... Like, how can you disagree with it? You can't then, right? But I, I just... I'm not... A, um, I'm against it, but mm. I understand it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it should be a thing. Yeah. And we have a, uh, we have an idea of of how to get rid of it, and it doesn't need to doesn't need to stay. But yeah, like change the, change the whole format of the season, but just make it a good one. Like don't exactly add more games because yeah, no this this new topic. What teams new- that miss the playoffs have a chance to make the playoffs again? Mm-hmm. And then having an games? and having an in season tournament, you're you're adding more games. This doesn't like, need to be a be thing. Like, All right. If- if we lose these two games and then drop to 10th, whatever, we'll just be rested to win the play-in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And ha- I think the in-season tournament is the stupidest part of that. Because, yeah, you're reducing the NBA season by four games, so it seems a little bit better. But, like, is, is that four games going to be added into the in-season tournament? Is the in-season tournament only four games? Is it going to be more than that? Then you're adding more games. So why – then you have more reason to rest. Like it's you said, pointless. Yeah, like you said earlier, I feel like whatever they do – isn't going to make much sense because, like you said earlier, um, it's just about the owners making money. That's all they yeah. care about. They yeah. don't really care about what we want to see or what the players want. They just want to make as much money as they can. Yeah, and I fast. guess it is a business at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, it is. But the, I mean, the thing about business is you got to be able to treat your employees right, and like you can't just be taking advantage of them, you know. Um, and I think a lot of these players are feeling like they are being taken advantage of, just like what they put their body through and stuff like that. Um, I know I was asking a lot of questions and stuff like that, but that it, you know what it made me think of? Uh, I was thinking, <laughs> do they or what do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. <laughs> There's a BoJack Horseman for our BoJack fans out there. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to you. But, uh, yeah, other than that, you know, I think uh, that's all we got for today. So thank everybody for uh, tuning in. It's uh, It's been real. To our fans in uh, Wilmington, Delaware, 
we really appreciate you. You guys are you guys have been there for since day one. Uh, check out my Instagram soon for Wilmington Delaware merch uh, and other run it back items. We will be uh, coming at you shortly with that. I know I've been saying that for the last year, but you'll eventually see them. So nice. power to you and uh, tune in to us next week. We will be here discussing more of your favorite sports events. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving or other fake holiday you want to make up to take place at Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'm not saying Thanksgiving is a fake holiday. That's kind of what it sounds like you said. No, I'm saying, like, (laughs) it's like there's always, like, fake holidays to compete with stuff, you know? Like, Festivus to compete with, like, Christmas and Hanukkah. (laughs) It's a good time. I I hope you guys have a a nice little break. I know I'm going to. But, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys later. Have fun. Sharks are like dogs. They only bite when you touch their private parts.